Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Uh, I was wondering if you could play um, I Was Love by Beast in Black. Love you. Bye. My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Merry Christmas, and also I just did a birthday recently. That's right. Incredible, right? I'm an old man. Oh, goodness gracious. Born in 1976, December, you know what. So today we're going to be talking about some pretty negative effects that atheism has on society, the impact it does to teenagers and young adults. According to statistics, let's take a look. Atheists have the highest suicide rate and substance abuse rate of all groups. What's interesting about this is that atheists are a minority. They don't even come close to the numbers of Muslims, Jews, or Christians, especially in America. But around the world per capita, atheists have the highest suicide rate, the highest substance abuse of all. This means that they are most likely to do drugs, most likely to do alcohol, most likely to do extremely unhealthy things for themselves. And then, of course, there's a flip of the coin. There's vice versa. According to stats, those who believe in prayer and those who believe in God have a tendency, according to stats, to live longer, more healthier, more content lives. I had an atheist once tell me, well, the reason why there's so many suicides and there's so many people killing themselves out there is because we've accepted reality. Okay? So you've accepted reality and your limited perception of it because no one can fully comprehend 100% of reality. You're only able to experience reality through your life, but you're not able to perceive the entire universe and all of its grand gesture. Hell, there's places in the ocean and places around the world that atheists have never seen in their life. They've never been to, they've never even visited. So, I guess we could say in your narrow vision of reality, you would think that, I suppose... Isn't it interesting that atheists are usually the ones who claim to be the most rational, logical, the most intelligent, and they also claim that they don't need God in order to have meaning and purpose in their life, yet they have the highest suicide rate. They also claim that the reason why people believe in religion is because they fear death, they fear the truth and that they don't accept reality, that basically religious people suffer from some kind of mental illness. Yet, it's the atheists who have the drug problem. And why do people take drugs in the first place? I don't do drugs. Why do they do it? Well, drugs are usually considered a form of escapism, because you can't handle reality, because you can't handle living your life without some kind of chemical support or 
chemical dependency, as some people would call it. So, who's the one that's actually having the problem here? And obviously, if a majority of atheists are committing suicide and they're also promoting and endorsing and also doing their own mix and stash of drugs, then how does that benefit society in any kind of way? There's literally only a couple handfuls of atheists that actually are scientists. And these are not the kind of scientists that are actually inventing anything or creating some positive thing in society. Stephen Hawking, he um, all he simply did was say, hey, the Big Bang is true. You know, there was a beginning to the universe. But he didn't come up with that. It was actually a priest who worked alongside Albert Einstein who came up with that. And then some people may say, well, what about Charles Darwin? Charles Darwin was a theist. He believed in God. If you read any of his books, he clearly admits to being a theist and believed that the evolutionary process couldn't work without God. Richard Dawkins, he didn't come up with evolution. He simply, uh, basically like, uh, they called him Darwin's pit bull because he took what Darwin taught and then basically based his entire career on the back of a dead God-believer. No, there isn't really any atheists out there that have actually invented anything. you got a couple non-believers like Bill Nye, the Pee Wee Herman of atheism, and you've got this other jerk-off who claims to be, uh, like, agnostic. He's ashamed of the word atheist. A lot of people say he's probably an atheist. I forget what his name is. I don't even know if he's actually a scientist. He's just some guy who sits on a television show and narrates shit about the universe and from time to time does interviews where he bores the piss out of people with these extraordinary stories that go absolutely nowhere, have no plot, no ending in sight until someone interrupts him. So where's the rationality at? Where's the logic? Where is these claims that um, the world would be a better place if religious people weren't in it? Atheists obviously are not able to cooperate with one another, and they sure as hell can't cooperate with religious people. Atheists claim that their morals are based upon society and nature, no kind of external entity or higher power. Well, if that's true, then that means that society, being that it's corrupt and broken, we all know the systems are broken, and that the laws are broken every single day, and if atheists are claiming that their morals are based upon nature, well, nature dictates that it's okay to be um, an animal that abuses young animals and uh, kills uh, other creatures in its group. So there's not really a moral system, at least within nature. Nature is considered the most cold, unfair thing that you could possibly deal with just ask the people in mayfield kentucky who just recently experienced one of the worst tornadoes that they've ever dealt with in their lives killed tons and tons of people so if your morals are based upon that well then you don't have much to give do you 
a lot of people may not realize this. I don't see why you wouldn't. It's obvious, but nature dictates that it's okay to eat and kill your young. There are animals out there that molest younger animals, so, and that's perfectly fine. There's no crime against it for animals to do that. And, of course, non-believers dictate that they, too, evolved from animals, therefore making them animals as we speak. I kind of get it, though. I kind of understand it. I don't understand the arrogance. I don't understand the nasty behavior that we constantly... Uh, engage with whenever there's atheists out there. I don't know why it is that they're not capable of being able to um, socially uh, adapt and work their way in the environment with other people and other groups, but it does seem clear to me that they're very destructive in nature, very destructive not only to themselves but other people around them, I've always said, ladies and gentlemen, that if you erase God, you erase yourself. Well, isn't that true? If there is no God, and you were to claim and dictate and assert the idea that no God is compatible with the universe on a scientific level, then that means that your life is nothing more than chemistry. You don't even know how you got here. You don't know how your family even came into existence. You will live a subjective existence. Everything that you care about and love is subjective. Then you die. And of course, that's just a small story of it, right? That's just a small picture. The big picture is, is that one day the world ends through some kind of catastrophic issue, whether it be a plague or a meteorite, or the universe goes to some kind of crunch, and then every achievement and accomplishment that mankind has ever succeeded at will be wiped completely from existence. This is the atheist worldview, ladies and gentlemen. This is the position. I've even heard atheists say, I don't have a worldview. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you don't have a view of the world? Okay. And I love these atheists who say, you don't understand evolution isn't trying to teach that we come from this or that, even though all the science websites and Charles Darwin himself, including Richard Dawkins, who was an atheist, says that they share a common ancestor. What does that mean exactly? It means that when all this jello and boogers and snot was forming in a, a pond, out came a slug, and boom, from that point forward... Every step of the way, it ended up becoming what we know as non-believers today who actually endorse and subscribe to this idea. I've often said in my videos in the past um, that atheism leads to nihilism. If everything is subjective and doesn't have any real solid ground, then it fits into the definition of meaninglessness. Everything is meaningless. You are born, you live, you die. And um, it is what it is. And there's countless things that non-believers say. They say, well, I don't see God, so therefore he doesn't exist. I don't have enough evidence for there being God, so blah, blah, blah. Well, the atheist has never experienced where logic actually came into existence. The atheist cannot actually perceive the embodiment of love. They can only see through experiences or have to have faith uh, 
and those who claim that they actually love them. And if you talk to most non-believers, they say they don't get much love in the first place. It's one of the reasons why they are so angry at the concept of God anyway. They claim that the idea of God doesn't make any kind of sense to them. The idea that this universe is huge and that there is a high probability that there are things and entities that exist in our universe that are much greater, much more intelligent, much more powerful than ourselves. It seems to me that if you wanted to be a scientist, then you have to have an open mind. If you're an intelligent person, you have to always keep open the possibilities. But not the non-believers, unless the science agrees with their narrow view of existence, they uh, will also throw the scientists straight down into non-existence simply for not agreeing with them. They only like the science that actually agrees with their narrow worldview, basically. If someone were to come along and say that they were a Christian or a Muslim or was a part of the Hindi religion, there's that. In order to finalize my thoughts on this, I want you to take a look at something. If you were to stack Christianity onto Hinduism and also stack the Muslims along with this all into one single line, they still together combined would not be able to overshadow the suicide rate of atheists or the substance abuse. Of course, religion teaches Christians and Muslims and people of the Abrahamic faith to stay away from drugs, stay away from chemical dependencies and temptations and lust and all that, so it's no wonder religious people tend to be healthier in that aspect. Now, there's another thing to think about, too. To the far left of this graph, if you look, it says Buddhists are the second highest in suicide rate. Well, the Buddhists don't actually believe in a god. They don't believe in a higher power. They believe that there's enlightenment. They believe that there's like this force of knowledge that you can obtain through meditation and um, some of the rituals that they do. But whenever it comes down to it, they're non-believers. And they are the second highest in the suicide rate chain. I wouldn't know what to say on substance abuse. I haven't looked into Buddhists if they got a, a drug problem or something, but they seem very isolated to themselves type of deal. But they have the second suicide rate. And, of course, they are the second group out there that lack a belief in gods. They're a little bit more tolerant, a little bit more peaceful from those out there I've met who are Americanized Buddhists. But besides that, they're pretty much in the same bracket as the, um, you know, the full-on atheist. So what do you guys think of this? Obviously, this is going to be on my radio program. I wasn't sure if I wanted to make a video about this or just strictly make this an exclusive. So here I am. I guess we're going to do this after all. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and when you get an opportunity, join my podcast. Make sure that you click follow. You're able to call in and request music. You can ask questions. You can even talk about random topics. Tell me what's on your mind, you know. All you have to do is call the phone number right there, or you can go directly through Spotify. Click on the link 
on any stream that exists, and you can use your browser to either use your microphone or your telephone to call that way. Either way is fine. I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you. God bless. Have a wonderful day.